it's time for the Raytown Roundup, where we never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Today's tall tale is sure to amuse, entertain, and lead to laughter, or at least a snicker or two. So sit back, relax, and let's get caught up on what's happening with the folks in Raytown this week. Here comes the Raytown Roundup with your author and storyteller, Dr. Pam Arland. Hello, and welcome back to the Raytown Roundup. For those of you who don't know, Hy-Vee is one of our major local supermarkets here in Raytown, and this time of year, leading up to Thanksgiving, is super busy in Hy-Vee. Now, traffic flow in the Hy-Vee parking lot is always a problem, even on the best of days. And now, actually by the best of days, I mean the hours between 6.30 and 6.35 a.m. every second Tuesday. This is the only time that Hy-Vee is not literally swarming with humanity. But this week we're leading up to Thanksgiving and they were working on the parking lot at the same time. Now maybe you don't realize it, but this is actually a terrifying confluence of events. As High V closed down half the parking lot, poor desperate shoppers were forced to depart from their normal parking routines. And High V shoppers do indeed have their routines, you know, the normal way they approach the whole parking lot problem. Today, however, people were forced to think outside their normal patterns. And evidently, thinking is not a strong suit for some of our neighbors here in Raytown. For example, our neighbor Bob approached the parking lot in his oversized old person sedan. This sedan is approximately 30 years old and about 90 feet long. Bob likes it because the ride is smooth. With shocks like that on a car that size, the car floats over the road. When Bob was younger and a bit taller, he could handle this mammoth car. Now he does just fine if only he sits up straight. Very, very straight. Unfortunately, Bob was feeling a bit tired this morning and sitting up straight wasn't exactly on his mind. The stuffing that Myrtle had sent him after was high and paramount on his mind, but posture, unfortunately, was not. The combination of this single-minded devotion to Thanksgiving stuffing and a smooth ride meant that Bob didn't even notice when he first drove through the barriers that were designed to keep him away from the areas of the Hy-Vee parking lot that were under construction. Bob's first indication that there was something wrong was a barely noticeable thump. He thought, hmm, I need to get these tires checked out. It is winter. Maybe they're getting low. Ought to do that tomorrow. In fact, he was so focused on Thanksgiving stuffing that he didn't even notice the paving guys in the parking lot. Stuffing is indeed Bob's favorite part of Thanksgiving, and he couldn't afford to get distracted. He made it inside and found the stuffing aisle. It actually looked like marauding hordes had been there. There was hardly a breadcrumb, a stovetop stuffing mix, or broth left on the shelves. 
Bob stretched out his arm real long and bent over real low. Before he knew it, he was lower and lower and lower. And pretty soon, his backside was somehow higher than his front side. Bob hardly even noticed his ensuing predicament because he was simply dreaming of Thanksgiving stuffing. He reached his hand into the bottom shelf and reached as far as he could. He could see that precious bag of breadcrumbs way at the back, but he couldn't quite reach it. He struggled and strained and reached farther and farther. He almost had it when all of a sudden his tricky knee gave way and his keister struggled to regain its proper place lower than his head. And suddenly, Bob became an upturned turtle laying in the middle of the high V aisle. Unfortunately for Bob, there is a helpful smile in every aisle at high V. And unfortunately, in this case, it was Fred, Bob's arch enemy since high school. Fred was always one of those guys you hated to hate, but you just had to. Fred was athletic, smart, nice to the other kids, and a National Merit Scholar on top of it all. So Bob has hated Fred since high school. The only problem was that Fred was really too nice to successfully hate. But of all the bad times to see Fred, this was it. Bob was lying on his back, beached in the middle of the Hy-Vee aisle, and the last person he wanted to see was Fred. But there he was, as infuriatingly nice and helpful as ever. Fred gasped as he came across Bob and said, Oh dear, Bob, looks like you're in a bit of a jam here. Well, not jam, but stuffing. Fred laughed at his own totally lame joke. Bob didn't find the joke funny or witty at all, but he was in a sort of a pickle after all. Bob was not exactly sure of social protocol in this situation, but he chuckled lightly and held out a hand. Good to see you, Fred. Bob lied. As Bob got ready to grab Fred's hand, Bob suddenly remembered that he still did not have his precious breadcrumbs in hand. Without that, the Thanksgiving stuffing would surely be lost. So Bob slid and slithered over to the shelf inserted himself halfway inside and grabbed those precious breadcrumbs. He was still on his back and was now also caught underneath the bottom shelf. By this time, a small group of people had gathered around and were staring at the half-bob, who was half-shelf and also half-bob legs. By this time, the produce manager had come over and stuck his head under the shelving. Do you need some help, sir? the manager asked. Skipping the gory and completely undignified details, with much harumphing and hands where they simply should not be, Bob finally got back on his feet. With all the dignity Bob could muster, he checked out. This wasn't much dignity, as Fred kept being so nice that it was annoying, and all the store employees kept asking him if he was okay. All this niceness was really terrible. Finally, Bob made it back outside and was headed off to his car. 
At first something seemed vaguely wrong as he looked about, but he was in such a state things didn't really quite sink in. Bob got in his car, felt one or two more problems with his tires, and made his way home. On his way home, the tires seemed to get worse. He'd really have to get that checked out soon, he thought. He was glad he'd gotten the stuffing and didn't notice anything else. The next day, it was the darndest thing. Underneath Bob's car were two of those highway road barriers and an orange vest usually worn by road crews. Hmm. Now how did that get there? How did that get there? Indeed. And that's the roundup of the news from Raytown. Thanks for joining well, us. folks, that's it for the Raytown Roundup for now. We sure would appreciate it if you'd tell your friends and family to subscribe to the podcast. New stories will be coming out each week, and you won't want to miss them. Raytown Roundup can be enjoyed wherever podcasts are found and on the web at raytownroundup.buzzsprout.com. Until we meet again, may the Lord bless you with joy, much laughter, and friendship with Jesus.